Today's devotion comes from John chapter 1, verses 14 through 28. And the Word became flesh and lived among us, and we have seen his glory, the glory as of a father's only son, full of grace and truth. John testified to him and cried out, This was he of whom I said, He who comes after me ranks ahead of me because he was before me. From his fullness, we have all received grace upon grace. The law indeed was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God. It is God, the only Son, who is close to the Father, to the Father's heart, who has made him known. This is the testimony given by John when the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, Who are you? He confessed and did not deny it, but confessed, I am not the Messiah. Then they asked him, What then, are you Elijah? He said, I am not. Are you the prophet? He answered, No. Then they said to him, Who are you? Let us have an answer for those who sent us. What do you say about yourself? He said, I am the voice of one crying out in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord, as the prophet Isaiah said. Now they had been sent from the Pharisees. They asked him, Why then are you baptizing if you are neither the Messiah, nor Elijah, nor the prophet? John answered, I baptize with water. Among you stands one whom you do not know, the one who is coming after me. I am not worthy to untie the thong of his sandal. This took place in Bethany across the Jordan where John was baptizing. Verse 14 is a key verse to understanding John's beginning, which we reviewed yesterday. This is the culmination of yesterday's text, and it is the beginning of today's text where John the Baptist explains his role in relationship to the Messiah. It says in verse 14, And the word, hologos, God, became flesh and lived among us. And we have seen his glory, the glory as of a father's only son, full of grace and truth. In John's gospel, John the Baptist was sent from God. He came as a witness to testify to the light. The religious leaders asked John who he is. Are you the Messiah? No, I am not the Messiah. So then they ask him, are you Elijah? And he says, I am not. Then they ask him, are you the prophet? Again, John says, no. Historically, the prophet would have been a reference to Moses. So they're asking him, are you the Messiah? Are you Elijah? Are you Moses? John does not have the story of Jesus's transfiguration in his gospel. Whereas the synoptics, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, all have this story. What's interesting is in that story, Jesus takes Peter and James and they go up to a high mountain 
And while Jesus is praying, meditating, spending time with his father, they look over and they see with Jesus, Elijah and the prophet Moses. And the three of them are talking. John doesn't contain this story of the transfiguration, but interestingly, John the Baptist refers to that same image of the Messiah alongside of Elijah, who is also nearby uh, the prophet, the prophet Moses. Here we have an, a reference to the expectation of the coming Messiah. And he will be with Elijah and Moses as they prepare the way for him to fulfill his mission. And his mission will be seen most clearly through his suffering and his death. After not receiving a satisfactory answer from John the Baptist, the religious leaders ask him, what do you then say about yourself? And he quotes the prophet Isaiah and says, I am the voice of one crying out in the wilderness. I am the one to make straight the path, the way of the Lord. Now the Pharisees in the delegation ask him a question. Why do you baptize then if you are not the Christ, the Messiah? Why do you baptize? You're neither Elijah nor the prophet. So why would you baptize? John replies, I baptize with water. We don't have any reference to John's calling for repentance in this gospel, but it is clear in Matthew, Mark, and Luke that John's role with baptism with water was to, um, was to break forth repentance from people. And so the baptism becomes a, a, a water baptism of repentance. This is a different kind of baptism than what we will eventually have in the Christian church, which is a, a spirit baptism. And so John says, I baptize with water, but one who stands among you whom you do not know this one who is coming after me. What John is pointing to is the authority of the one who is coming after him, Jesus. And Jesus' authority is his because the Father has chosen to give it to him. Hoi Logos. God has come and become flesh, and he dwells among us. Matter of fact, literally, it's not that he dwells among us, it's that he pitched a tent among us. What a beautiful image of God coming to, to camp out with us. So Jesus' authority is his because God has chosen to give it to him. He did not work for it, he did not achieve it, he didn't come to earth to earn it. He received it from his Father. Therefore, in humility, Jesus will exercise power through healings and preaching and teaching and casting out demons, he will exercise this power with humility because he has the authority from his Father to do so. This whole concept 
of authority will elude the religious leaders who, have, who will eventually attack Jesus by claiming that he has not earned the authority that he lives with, that he does not deserve the authority that he has claimed. Well, this is quite a beginning for the Gospel of John. And we have, from today then, a glimpse into who Jesus is from John the Baptist. I pray that your reflection upon this scripture text and this devotion will, will bring blessings to you. And I pray that God will bless your day.